Dionisio at the plate. He's over two today. Swakowski, the big right hander, lets it go. It's right down Broadway. Dionisio lets it fly, and it's oh, it's raining now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Rain Delay Theater, the show where two bums talk about other bums at baseball games. I'm Jeremy Dionisio. And I'm Jack Swakowski. This is episode number 213, and today we're going to be talking about the September 22nd Cubs versus Colorado Rockies game that we saw at Wrigley Field, our last game of the 2023 season. Um, it's about that game and about that series but it's kind of the Dennis episode too so we'll get into all of that um but uh yeah it's uh, episode number 213 no guy this week too much to talk about um the main thing going on right now you know it's been a bit since we did these games a lot has happened in, in Cubs world since then um or not I guess uh definitely not anything today because the playoffs started today and the Cubs are not in it um Jack, uh, I was watching, uh, we're recording this in the final uh, inning of the uh, D-backs Brewers game. Um, so Jack, you were watching that game and you saw who was behind home plate, right? Uh, for, for the, at the Brewers game? Yep. You know, I, I, I didn't look too closely behind home plate, to be oh. honest. I, I watched most of this game. I didn't, I didn't look, but good. I'm glad was that it who I, what was it? Who I think it is? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, the, the, well, there's, there's one person who it could be and one person who's always there, but it's the one person who it could be. It's a sure. guy. Um, yeah. I, I'm glad that his, his powers didn't work on you and you didn't notice him, but, uh, Oh God. Well now, so now it sticks out like a sore thumb. Yeah. Marlins man sitting behind home plate in Milwaukee at the, at the Brewers D backs game. Jack, do you know what's happening in Philadelphia right now? The Marlins are playing. The fucking Marlins are fucking playing a baseball game, and the fucking Marlins man is at the fucking Brewers fucking game. What a fucking piece of shit! Like, if if you ever needed any more like like notes or like any more fuel about a fucking guy, there you go, right there. Yeah, that's that that's pathetic. Um, and he hasn't yeah. even updated his Marlins jersey either. It's still that orange Marlins jersey. Oh, of course, because that's what sticks out on TV. It's like <laughs> if the fucking uh, Space Jam uh, Monstars had an orange jersey, he would be fucking wearing that. I actually think fucking White Sox Eminem's guy is next to him. Uh, also, he's he's sitting between Eminem's jacket guy and front row Amy. Is that her name? Yep. Yeah. So like, man, just. What a bunch of trash! Like, I mean, I, he he sucks. I hate that guy. Uh, this is maybe the earliest rant we've had in an episode, and I'm not even, you know, I, I'm sure you probably have some thoughts about the Brewers, but I, I'm ranting about Marlins, man. So there you go. Well, you know, th- I now I'm maybe gonna blame him for the loss tonight. So yeah, sure. There, th- there you go. Um, yeah, the Brewers. The last out of that game was just recorded. The Brewers dropped it six to three. Uh, now they got to face Zach Allen tomorrow in an elimination game. So it's not Oof. looking too not looking too good for the crew. Man, I you know I obviously the rivalry between the Cubs and the and the Brewers. I was, I was telling you, Jack. Like I was I was bummed that the Cubs didn't get a chance to play the Brewers. I mean, you know. On paper, the Brewers probably should have won that series, but it, it wouldn't have been a, a cakewalk for them uh, with them being so familiar with each other and plus the, the presence of Cubs fans probably at the game. But, um, you know, this is another tough matchup for the Brewers, and uh, um, 
so whatever, there's a rivalry between the two teams and everything, but it's like, it kind of sucks, you know, and I, I feel like I gained some respect for the D-backs when they fucking handed the Cubs their ass. Sure. But, but like, man, you just don't want, like, the Brewers to lo- lose without, like, Brandon Woodruff. That's a, that's a real bummer. Yeah, it's rough. They played most of the year without him, but when he came back, his ERA was under three. So, um, yeah. you know, he, he definitely would have started the game tomorrow, and they had the opportunity to line up all of their pitchers as well. If Burns started tonight, they would have been able to start whoever they wanted tomorrow. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm sure the Diamondbacks would have preferred to start Gallon tonight. Uh, yeah, so r- rough situation, but, um, hey, that's that's why they that's why they play the games. Yeah, we'll see what happens tomorrow. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so yeah. So anyway, I don't know if there's too much else to say about the playoffs, but, um, yeah, uh, Cubs are not in it. David Ross is still the manager. Um, and, uh, that's, that's about all we can say about that. I <laughs> yeah. Guess. And, and apparently he's as happy as a lark, um, you yeah. know, based on, based on uh, your interactions with him during the lockout or, or what you heard anyway. Um, yeah. During the yeah. lockout clean out. Yeah. But this was um, this was sort of right in the midst of the Cubs' uh, late season collapse. The game we yeah. went to um, it was the last week. It was the last series of this of home series of the season. Um, it was over a weekend, last Friday uh, afternoon game of the year as well. Yep. And uh, you know, Jeremy and I have the Friday, the fucking Friday special, <laughs> as, as Dennis would say. So um, yep. we had we had we had to go. I was gonna say it's the last it's the last ticket in the Friday special. So yep. <laughs> of course we were in attendance. Um, so yeah, uh, it um, we were actually surprised to not see Dennis graphing pre-game. Yep. Um, down the line, um, we would run into him after the game. Uh, that's a that's a story for a few moments from now. But um, uh, it was a it was kind of an eventful um pre-game. A lot of stuff happened. Um. We were uh, we we did head over to the corner to to graph and um, yeah players were out. Did Jack? Did this happen right away or were we there? We were there for a little bit. Uh, we were there for a little bit, but not too long. Yeah, and then we saw we we're obviously trying to like make different guys like out there. And then I see Daniel Bard walking over, and I, I called Bard over, and uh, he came over and he signed for us. Yeah, um, which was he came. He cool. came right over too. There was yeah. no like debate about whether or not he might come over. Um, he was super nice, and apparently he's hard to get outside of the park. I don't. I don't think I saw him sign uh, sign outside the park. So we kind of we kind of lucked out with that one. Yeah, yeah. It would turn out that we got lucky there. Um, and uh, yeah, so I he Bard was I was the first guy that Bard signed for. Um, he went down to you, and then he kind of went down the line, uh, and. Um, I, I, I was, they were, batting practice was right in, in full swing, and uh, I was like, you know, as you do, watching out for guys uh, to, to, to hit one over into the corner, and uh, I told, I said to Bard, I'm like, all right, man, all right, I said, all right, Daniel, like, uh, I'm gonna, I'll keep an eye out, and he's like, thank you, uh, <laughs> appreciate it, and he, and he said, like, for all of us, yeah. <laughs> and uh, as if, like, I don't know, as if, like, he couldn't, like, um, you know, I couldn't be just looking out for him. Like he's like, yeah, for everybody, man. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but uh, it was cool. It was a cool little interaction. And like, um, I've noticed before. That's probably something I wouldn't have thought about originally. But I've, I've, I feel like a couple times guys have signed and they've kind of made reference to like, hey, uh, you know, hope no one hits it over here or something. So sure, I had, I kind of that kind of like sharpened my my spidey senses uh, over time. So that was that was kind of cool. I had the I had the. Uh, the task of, of watching Daniel Bard's back, basically. 
Yeah, no, that and that you know it definitely is a, a thing. We 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 almost got brained a couple times this season. So yeah, um, that you that know. coach from the Brewers kids almost got fucking turned to <laughs> dust by a couple <laughs> uh, foul balls. So yeah, man, uh, it's it's real. It's a real thing. Um, so yeah, we were we were out there. We were kind of like um, uh, trying to get uh, you know trying to get some guys. There was I you know like it's tough when you see guys early on because they get they kind of run in. Uh, and take BP or they just kind of leave like un kind of expectedly. I, I did get uh, a guy uh, on the, on the car on the, the Rockies, uh, Jake bird, a pitcher mm-hmm. right, right at the end of um, uh, BP. Actually we split ways, right, Jack? We, we um, did. Cause I was going to go try to run down and get bud black. Um, yeah. who I, who I need on a card. Um, but I, you know, I, I narrowly missed him. Uh, I was behind the dugout and he went in and I just, I didn't have time to call for him. So, uh, yeah, I kind of sold out for him. I didn't really have a lot of other cards of guys I thought would sign. You had Bird, so you were able to get him. Yeah, um, I got him on um, – I should say that I got him on one of those 2023 Heritage Quad rookie cards. Um, and um, I it's I also got Xavion Curry for the, the Guardians on one. Um, this was this was when I went by myself to the, to the Guardians bus. And so I got him – I got Jake Bird. I was trying to get Jake Bird in Milwaukee, actually, and I I got. I'm glad that he was still on the team. I kind of called from kind of far away, and he he called. He came over and signed for me, and I said, I said like uh, Jake, you know, this will be two of four on the uh, on the <laughs> on the quad, and he's like, nice man. Um, and then I saw it was pretty cool. And then I saw someone post the next day that um, they completed the card with Jake oh, wow. Bird. So like, and then Bird said like, sick man. That's or he was like, I can't believe it or something. Uh, that he completed it, and I was like, that guy just fucking trumped me like in one day. But uh, Jake Bird reacted to it and said that. Yeah, uh, yeah. The guy, the guy said when he, when he posted, oh, he's like, when okay. I told when I told Bird, uh, when, when Bird saw that you know I was completing the card, he was like, oh my god, I can't believe it, man. Like that. <laughs> yeah, so, the, the guy, the guy did trump you, man. That's too bad. Yeah, yeah. But um, I don't know, I don't know where he got one guy uh, Nicholas Padilla is on that card and he was with the White Sox earlier mm-hmm. but there's another guy um Kevin Herget I don't know we we did see him a couple times so like yeah if those but both of those guys were like before the card was even out so like I don't know I hope they stick around long enough for me to complete that card that would be pretty cool to uh pretty sick to complete a, a quad like that yeah, it sure would, and and we've speculated that Kevin Herget may be related to Jimmy Herget, but I don't think we ever, I don't think we confirmed or not. No, we did, no, we didn't. Yeah, and it's nor nor is it really worth it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, Jack, do you? I mean, yeah. So any anything else from like you were trying to get Bud Black or Mike Redman, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. I was trying to get Redman too. Um, yeah, no, came up came up empty. Didn't even get to call for Redman. He went in before I I went over there. But yeah, uh, yeah there there was a slight chance at, at Buddy, but he um you know he went down below before I could call. Uh, sure. So yeah, not not much action over by the dugout. So I saw you kind of down by the dugout there. I was kind of walking in a little bit too, and I saw that a guy was signing. Um, kind of right at the corner of the like right behind uh the Rockies dugout and uh there's a line of people like in in this row kind of going down to to get his autograph and uh I eventually figured out it was Ty Block um and so I'm I'm in line and uh I get his card and I I, I pass it under to him uh, to sign or I was like I was like next let's say and there was like a little kid in front of me and um a scorecard like comes out of nowhere into my peripheral vision, um, into my field of vision, and I look over and it's uh, fucking Norman, yep. man. 
Um, I think I, I think we called him by his name last episode. Yeah, I, I believe we did, but you know why not? He was the guy who was um, uh, uh, giving uh, rec- restaurant rec- restaurant recommendation tips uh, to um, to the the Diamondbacks players. Jack, yep. I don't know if Christian Walker took him up on that uh, Tango Sir recommendation, <laughs> but it might have gave him the extra strength to to, to hit that uh, two run double against the Brewers. <laughs> if that's the case, we both have a beef with Norman now. Yeah, no, that's uh, that that's true. You you had a, a, a good impression of, of Norman too. Um, you know, it was like, hey, hey, do you have any? Do you need some restaurant recommendations? I can't remember exactly hey. how it went. Hey, uh, do you need any uh, any uh, restaurant recommendations? <laughs> yeah, Tangle Tangle Sir, uh, Argentinian Steakhouse. Yeah, really good, really good. Um, I I love that I love that Tori Lavello wasn't having it too. Yeah, I know. We're all good. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah, dude. <laughs> Where are you going to tell me to go that I don't know already or I haven't right. been? Um, so, so yeah, so Norman, like, just reaches right over me with a scorecard, and he gets it signed first by Ty Block. And, Jeez. man, I got to say, you know, I'm glad it's nice to have gotten Ty Block. I had a card of his, but he's not worth reaching over anybody for, I, no. I'll say. Um, so I got him, um, and I kind of exited the area. Um, and um, then I see in front of me, uh, the Pirates kid, the kid sure. who had like all the the tips about uh, Pirates and AAA and whatnot. Yeah, he was he was back at the park and he was wearing I think he was wearing an Ian Happ uh, City Connect jersey, um, just like he was at the Pirates bus I guess. But he was there and I heard him say he like we kind of like identified each other and he's like oh hey you're you're here again whatever and he's like he's like looking at at Ty Block and remember this is the Rockies so he's looking at Ty Block and he's like oh, is that yeah, yeah, that is that is him. And I'm like, who? Uh, he's like, right. Th-, he, and I'm like, who? Who are you talking about? And he's like, right there. That, that's Chris Bryant. That's KB. And I'm like, oh. where? And I, where him? And he's like, yeah, right here. And I'm like, that's not KB, man. Yeah. I'm like that's Ty Block. And then like he was still like in disbelief. He's like, no, no, I I think that's KB. And I'm like, uh, whatever, man. <laughs> and like, yeah. It's like I don't even know. They didn't look anything alike. I mean, no. Ty Block is a lefty. Like, yeah, and they're, they're fa- facially, they don't look anything alike either. No, he was wearing sunglasses, but even still, like even with the glasses, like yeah, Block has more of a like a rounder face. I feel like Chris Bryant kind of has like a skinnier face. Like it just didn't look like him at all. And like, um, yeah, I don't know. It was it was crazy. But he is a little kid. He's like a you know he was like. 12 years old or something so yeah. like whatever but like he was insistent that it was kb and i'm like and he was he was wearing a cubs jersey that's my point is that like he's a cubs fan it's like how do you mistake chris bryant like i know he's a kid <laughs> but it's like even still dude you gotta know you gotta be able to recognize chris bryant i don't know yes um so um yeah jack i don't know this is all some of these are a little rusty so i'm, I'm trying to like uh you know kind of stick with it but uh we ended up getting our scorecard like you know bp was over we we ended up going under getting our scorecards um jack i feel like we've we've kind of befriended like the people or like we're at least recognized uh by the people and like the uh i guess it's like the right field gift shop oh sure switch because now after bp uh, when we're graphing, we usually go there to get our scorecards. And like, there's this one o- o- older lady there. Um, she's pretty friendly. She's kind of like she was a, the lady who insisted that Jack took a bag uh, in an episode. And now I take the bag almost every time. <laughs> yeah, I know. I yeah, it's like I do, you know you never want to like be be weighed down with things. But like when we're when we're graphing, like it's almost like a necessary evil to. to yeah, it is. It is helpful. So I'm I'm kind of glad for that. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so yeah, I try to be friendly with her or whatever. And like, um, uh, you know, she definitely recognizes me at this point. And so she, um, she came over and, uh, man, I'm trying to even think how we got into it, but, uh, um, I, we got hats that day. There were, there were these hat giveaways, right? Um, they were kind of lame hats. They were like MLB network Cubs hats. Um, but it was like MLB network big and the Cubs logo small. And, uh, she's like, she came up to me and she, or like, I came up to her and she goes like, do you want to, do you want a bag with that? And, uh, I'm like, you know what? I looked at my hat and I'm like, yeah, you know, uh, with the hat. Yeah. I, I could use a bag. Thank you. And she's like, Hey, well, yeah, it was free. Right. And, uh, I'm like, yeah, yeah. And she's like, if it's free, then it's for me. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, that's a good one. I'm like, if it's free, I'll take three. And she's like, Oh, that's a good one. I haven't heard that one before. And, uh, I was like, yeah, that's the one that I use all the time. But, uh, yeah, like, you know, um, you know, whatever. And we like laughed and, you know, said bye. And, um, I think I said like, Hey, I'm not ready for the season end yet and whatever. And, uh, yeah. we were on our way, but a uh, little, little friendly chatter with the, the scorecard lady. I, uh, I thought about if it's free, I'll take three today. I, ne- <laughs> I never heard that either, man. That's a good I- one. I got that from Kevin Millar on MLB okay. on uh, Intentional Talk. He said okay. it, so yeah, uh, it's pretty funny. Yeah, it's just like, if it's free, I'll take three. So, <laughs> um, so there you go. Um, I did end up with three of those hats, by the way, too, because my my dad was at this game uh, with a friend of his, and they didn't want their hats either, so I took them. I, I have not sold them yet, though, but uh, sure. I, I need to get around to doing that. Um, so we get up to our seats next, and um, I do think it was funny they were playing. Um, What's My Age Again by Blink-182. And there's a couple lines in there. Um, and they had to edit them. But I'm like, I'm trying to think of what they... Because there's no swearing, but there's like inappropriate lines. Like ribald humor uh, in there. And uh, they, they edited those. And it was it was kind of funny. And it's, it's almost like when you're editing like stuff for like content and not for like swearing. It's sure. like, should we even be playing this song? You know? It's, right. But uh, so I thought that was funny. I, I, I should have pulled up the lyrics to, to remember exactly what the lines were. But uh, it was it's like there's a part where it's like we turn off the lights. She took off my pants or something. And like <laughs> they they like they they edited like pants or something. So, yeah, I sure. I, I mean, yeah, at, at that point, you might as well just pick a different song. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but, uh, but yeah, they've been they've been editing a lot of songs at Wrigley Field this year. And I, I don't know if people have been complaining or what but yes um, start starting with it's a beautiful day for the ladies for a ball game today i will say i don't i don't remember what the original lyrics for that are now um so throw it's throw so throw all your dishes away right right okay yeah yeah definitely good somebody caught that one was that just this year that they made that edit too i think it was this year i think it it was for the beginning of this year yeah sure yeah it's been a been a long season um Yeah, there were so there were a couple of uh, little punks in our section. Just these two, uh, maybe like ten-year-old boys. Uh, they were sitting, um, they were sitting in front of us and to the left. It was it was them uh, and the two moms, uh, and like you know, so the the two kids were sitting next to each other, and the two moms were next to each other, and the moms were just using this as a you know a, a day to hang out with each other, and like they could have cared less what these kids were doing, and yeah, they they were being too. Uh, two like little punks who who are that age and like doing things that kids do at that age that they think are funny um they had they had sprites and they were shaking them up and opening them and so the the sprite would would spray everywhere 
which would which would piss one off on multiple levels. First of all, because soda's every getting everywhere, but also if I was the parent, yeah, I would have I would have been a little upset about that because those sodas are like six or seven bucks a pop, and yeah. here you are just just shaking it up and, and getting it everywhere. So that was uh, that was annoying. Um, again, just something a, a little like a like particularly a boy of that age would do that they think is funny. That's not funny. Um, also, there was a a hot dog vendor who was like calling like we want hot dog like or like like uh, hot dogs. Hot dogs, you know, hot, hot dogs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then one of the kids yelled, "We don't want a hot dog!" And then you know, they thought that was funny. That was that was annoying. And then at one point, they both they both stood up and started oh. doing a. Uh, uh, like uh, you pointed out, Jeremy, but yeah, it was definitely like a Fortnite dance. But they just uh, they started doing it together in unison to yeah. the point where uh, they were standing so long that it was actually blocking your view of home plate. Um, yeah. And you almost needed to say something to them. You didn't. You held off to the last possible minute, and they sat down. But, yeah. Um, yeah, that's the worst age for kids to be, particularly boys. Um, and yes. and they and they they sure were. They they sucked. Yeah, yeah, it's the reason why that stigma exists. Um, yeah, they were. Um, yeah, the 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 kid when he said we don't want a hot dog, like yep. it was like, <laughs> I mean, it's just completely uncensored little kid stuff. But um, yep. but the interpretive dance man was was weird. It's like you know, like when like they do like that thing with like a mime or a clown where they're like pretending like they're looking in a mirror, but it's two separate clowns or whatever. Yep. Like it was that. It was like it had that kind of like rhythm to it. They were like doing these like moves with their hand, but they were doing them at the same time at each other and and they were like swaying back and forth i am i i can only assume it was a Fortnite dance i don't know for sure, sure but like it, it, and, but like i god i wish we could act it out like jack <laughs> i wish me and you could do it like we, we would have to be drunk or something to to do it but like because it would it's just too like embarrassing it is but like like they would do they would like look at each other and then they would both like turn their heads to the right and then look at each other again and they're like swaying back and forth and they're they put their arm they sway like sway their arms up it was the weirdest thing man we've seen a lot of weird dances at at, at games and and stuff um but this was like this one was just weird and like it was just so it went on for so long and it was like so like slow paced and stuff it was just so weird and and yeah i did i gave him like you know to the last possible point and uh yeah yeah I, I think yeah i think maybe i underplayed that a little bit because like they were they were in the, just their own little world yeah. too like yeah. nothing else was was going on um yeah that that should that could be a thing man like best best uh fan dance of the season um <laughs> I think that one also the I don't know if you remember the hey pitch guy like come on pitch like when he did that thing where he spun 360 and he was just wiggling his hand around um, <laughs> right yeah yeah, yeah I don't yeah. I don't know that I don't know that anything could beat that I, I, I still want to record myself doing a version of that um, <laughs> but uh, yeah so the uh, so those kids uh, you know they were they were something um, they there were was something the drunk else. Guy. I should I should say there was the drunk guy who tried to hit on the beer vendor who like went down the stairs and did that spin and then walked away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Several oh, things. Man. Yeah. Um so uh so yeah, those uh those kids were a presence for most of the game. Um also, so Jeremy, at one point maybe the fourth or fifth inning you got up to uh uh maybe get some food and use the restroom. Mm -hmm. Um so there there were some annoying guys behind us too. Who, who were not shutting up. I, I couldn't really hear them that well. Were they speaking yeah. Spanish to each other most they, of the time? They were. There were three yeah. guys, um, and it seemed like they were there to just talk to each other, which is fine. But, like, they were, like, I feel like they were sitting, they were, like, 
doing the thing where they sit up in their seats, like with their yeah. elbows on their knees. And so they were like really close to us. And like, it was just incessant. They just talked the whole fucking game. It was like, it was really annoying. Yeah, for sure. I mean, even when you can't understand what you're saying, what they're saying, the noise is still there. Um, yeah. But anyway, when you got up to, uh, when you got up, they, uh, they, they bought beers from a vendor and they were speaking to him in English and I couldn't see anything that was happening, but I was aware that they were buying beers and one of the guys was trying to buy something, and all all I heard was, "Hey, hey, let me uh l- l- let me check let me check my account. I have money. I-, I got paid today." And like so, there there was a little bit of silence, and then uh, obviously the guy handed over his card, and then I just hear, "It's declined, sir." Uh, so like I mean, if you if you were gonna write a uh, just a, a comedy sketch, like that's that's exactly how it would go. Um, so, you know, what kind of embarrassing, like a guy saying like, oh, hey, man, I got I got money in my account to buy this beer and then just having it having it get declined. Um, not did not he, good. Did he say, let me check my account before they even attempted to, to run his card? Yeah. Like he was like, yeah, oh. yeah. He's like, yeah, hey, just, just let me check my account. I, I have money. I got paid today. So like he was. For Christ's sake, man. Check that <laughs> before you call the beer guy over. What the hell? I, yeah, I, I know. I know. The whole the whole thing was embarrassing. So oh. I don't know if he ended up getting another card out or, um, you know, somebody else paid for his beer. Yeah, but I, the I friends think they got them. A, the friends yeah. had to pay for it. <laughs> yeah, they, they probably did. So um, yeah, that was uh, that that was kind of embarrassing. And it's it's a shame too that that happened like in the five minute window that you got up because I, yeah. I think you would have you would have liked that one. Yeah, damn it, man, that's funny. That's so sad. I mean, like, yeah, I yeah, that's just ridiculous, ridiculous. Um, yeah. Um. Yeah. And so speaking of getting up, uh, we were actually we were in the um uh the 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 right field side um just for graphing purposes uh yeah. about the bottom of the. the the eighth or the top the top of the ninth rather um we decided we decided to move downstairs for the top of the ninth just so yeah. we would have a little bit easier access to getting outside um so we we moved down a deck um and we we decided to watch the rockies bad in the top of the ninth um down there uh then uh, this game was it was kind of a dead game i think the cubs won it six to nothing the rockies were not doing anything and it was bound to be a quick inning um right as we right as we get down into an empty row uh, well, not quite empty, but there were enough empty seats in it that we decided to sit down. Um, there, there were these two guys sitting to our right. So literally right when we arrived, one of the two guys, just this big lug, decides to get up and, uh, I don't know, use the bathroom or something. So yeah. he, 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 he gets up and he makes a move towards us, meaning we have to get up to let him out. Um, but then what he did was he turned back to his buddy and he started yeah. talking to him. So now, now we're in the position of having to wait for this guy to finish up his conversation and then re, uh, you know, re go out of the aisle. Yeah. So um, that that was annoying. Yeah. Also, let's remember that there were three outs left in this game, yeah. too. It's like, yeah, you couldn't wait, dude. In, in a sure win, like it's not like yes. it was six to five with runners no. at second and third. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um. In which case, there would be even less less excuse for this guy to get up. But like, right. yeah. Um. It. it yeah. And you know, the point being, the game was going to be over in five minutes anyway. So whatever. The guy eventually finally leaves the row, and then two minutes later, he comes back. So we have to get up for him again. Yeah. So it's like, all right, you know, annoying, but I I knew you had to come back. So whatever. Now you're back, with two outs in the ninth. So maybe five minutes later, with two outs, with one out left to go in the game. These the these guys both decide to leave the row, making us get up again. 
And yeah. so when I saw the guy coming towards me and that I would have to get up again, I kind of scoffed and shook my head. And, Jeremy, I think the, the guy said something. Did he call me a fucker? I think he said, like, fucker. Like, yeah. Like, I swear to God, like, I heard that that word somewhere. And, like, it, if it wasn't from you, it had to have been from them because there was not really anyone else around. No, but, and uh, it, it wasn't from me. But I, I think uh, I think I'm well within my rights, or, you know, we both would be, to be, to be annoyed about that. Yeah, for sure. It was stupid. It's like, why did you come back if you were just going to leave again? Like, what? That's stupid even for you, even if there was no one in the row. Like, it didn't make any sense. Not to mention no. the fact that they were leaving before the game was over and, and everything else. But, yeah, it was uh, it was ridiculous. Yeah, it was, it was a bad scene. Um, but anyway, it was a smart decision for us to... Uh to go down there um because yeah. we it was uh we were actually some of the first people out there but not quite because <laughs> i believe dennis and one other guy were already out there if i'm not mistaken yep i think that's correct and yep. there was a little slot right in between the two of them i think so we got right in there yep um and yeah i think we we you know we um made you know we we connected with dennis there and uh you know we we said hey you know, you know whatever whatever you say like hey uh, you know how was the signing whatever is anyone signed b- before the game we say our obligatory things whatever and um you might have talked to him a little bit more than i did because i was like closer because you were closer to him i yep. was next to an, another guy who was like i've seen him before he was actually i saw him pre-game he was just trying to get like one baseball signed by as many guys as possible sure um, i've seen him before like at other games too he's a nice enough guy he's kind of quiet um but uh i saw him talking to norman actually um i thought maybe they were friends but i think they kind of struck up a friendship like just graphing pre-game mm-hmm. but he was to my left and i was talking to him a little bit and um again there was kind of like new security guards over there uh, in the corner and um there was this guy, this like big guy. I think his name was like Eduardo or something. And um, he like uh, at one point, um, he like looks over at the guy next to me to my left. Um, let's call him Team Ball. Um, sure. We he looked over at Team Ball and like he goes like, uh, excuse me, excuse me. Um, and he's like, can you can you move? And um the team ball was like what and like he's like excuse me can you move can you please get out of the way and like he kind of put his arms out forward and like kind of pushed him out of the way and then like there was this like wag behind him who was like i don't know why she was on the other side of the fence but he was like trying to let her in yeah and it's like he was looking beyond behind this guy the whole time never looked at team ball and was just saying like you know he he was like signifying like with the woman behind him and then like pushed team ball out of the way. And he put his arm out um, to me and kind of put it across my like chest and pushed me out of the way too. Yeah. And like, and then he like let this like wag through the fence and into the bus or whatever. And um, then, you know, he put the fence back and, and we kind of refilled the space. And I looked at, I looked at team ball and I'm like, what the hell was that? I'm like, that was unnecessary. Like, yeah. like, and he's like, oh yeah, I didn't know, I didn't know he was talking to me. Like, and I'm like, no, of course not. Like, what? Because why would he be talking to someone behind you? Like, who was who? How would we know? How could we know that there was someone behind you that was trying to get in? We 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 couldn't even see him. And like, it was really annoying. Like, the guy like put his arms on us and pushed us out of the way as if like you know he was the secret service or something. Like, it was it was kind of annoying. I'm like, dude, like. You, we don't know you you don't know us like we're, we're like the most well-behaved people down here and like 
you're like, we had no idea. Like, just fucking communicate. Just say, like, excuse me, there's someone behind you that we need to get through. He was just saying, excuse me, can you move? And it's like, I thought he was talking to the person behind Team Ball. Like, it was really, it was really annoying, actually. Yeah, I, I remember that happened. I didn't know there was that much physicality involved with it. I do yeah. remember the, um, all of the logistics of trying to get this, um, you know, this, this player's wife into the bus. Uh, but also like she, you know, she made a wrong turn somewhere and like left where she wasn't supposed to leave. So yeah, how, how are, how are, you know, we, we know the protocol here. How are you, you guys were not in the wrong for standing there. The no. guy could have been a little bit more gracious about asking you to move. Just communicate the situation. Yeah. It's like, fuck man. Like I, I, I thought he was telling some drunk guy to like leave or something. I didn't know he was fucking talking to the, the guy right next to me. So anyway, that was super annoying. Um, but yeah, that's right. There was, uh, there was, there was uh, actually another guy. This was the other guy who was out there already. Right. So it was some guy like, he looked like he was in his twenties or something. Yeah. Um, he had like, I'd never seen him before. No, no. And I, I thought maybe he was the guy who was in front of me for like, was it the Royals game maybe or something, but uh-huh. it wasn't even that guy. So this guy, he, he looked goofy. Like he looked like, uh, Eddie Guerrero jr. Or something. I don't know. Like sure. he had like. He had like curly hair and like a glasses glasses and like a goat like goatee or something. But um that's right. Dennis was like Dennis was on so this guy was between Jack and Dennis, basically. Yep. Yep. And Dennis uh tried to get next to us because we, we were starting to talk over this guy and like, you know, it's all pretty clear that it's annoying that we're talking over him. And I saw Dennis um, so I was like looking at Jack and behind Jack was this, this, you know, this, this guy and then Dennis. And I saw Dennis like kind of nudge the guy and be like, Hey, uh, can we switch spots? And the guy, I hear see the guy like shake his head. No. And then he like lines his hands up. Like he extends his hands in front of him kind of saying like, no, no, no. I got a perfect view right here. I got a perfect <laughs> angle right here. And Dennis looks at him like, well, what, what, why? Oh, I, I mean, what? Okay, man, whatever. Like that was like kind of Dennis's expression. Like, uh, okay, I guess so, whatever. And um, he kind of, I think he said something else to him. Like, I think he said something like, hey, well, we're going to be talking over you the whole time. I figured maybe you'd rather switch spots than have us talk over you. Sure. And then I heard the guy say to Dennis, he's like, well, hey, you know, if, if you want to talk to him, they can come over by you. They can come over by And it's like, all right, dude, settle down, man. Like, yeah, right. You know, like he's asking you like out of courtesy, not like, you know, like not to be a dick. Like, um, so that was definitely amateur move for sure. It was, it was. I, I do also think it's funny though that, um, you know, Dennis was definitely, you know, yes, it was, it was annoying that like we had to talk over this, this, you know, random guy to talk to Dennis, but also Dennis wanted a slightly better spot to get autographs in. <laughs> yeah, sure. All, all of a sudden he's our best friend now that we've got like a, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's the other way to look at it. I suppose I was thinking like, you know, maybe we, we, we've built up this connection with Dennis and like, he actually wants to like be with like next to us now so we can talk shop. <laughs> but, uh, but sure. It, it definitely, you know, and even if that was like 5% of his reasoning, the other 95 was yeah to get that better angle. He probably saw that guy making those, those, those like motions with his hands. He's like, Hey, you know what? This guy does have a straight line to, to autographs. Like, so, <laughs> um, so yeah, that was, that was pretty funny. Um, yeah. So this was the first time and Jeremy, maybe you'd, um, found this out in your interactions with him the last couple of weeks but uh dennis called over the bus driver and he was like hey winston hey winston 
So this was the first time I realized that the bus driver's name is Winston. Did you know that before? I think maybe I had heard that before. Maybe I had heard someone say Winston before, and like I like I'm like, is is that the bus driver's name or something? So, but yeah. I, it wasn't like in the front of my mind. So anyway, it uh, he starts talking to Winston about some some person who was robbed around yeah. Rig- around Wrigley Field like a couple days ago. Um, and you know, and then Dennis says, "Yeah, yeah, he's been chasing Crow Armstrong around all week." Um, and then you know, and then he starts going, "They took his balls," and he's grinning like the Cheshire Cat this whole time. And so eventually, like I, I asked him, I was like, "Hey, what, like, what are you, what are you talking about?" And he's like, "He, he, he tell, he told us that uh, the the person that we call Oral." Oral, who we've talked about many times on this podcast, yeah, got robbed uh, around around Wrigley Field, um, and apparently had all of his, uh, you know, his autographed balls taken from him as well. Because like I guess he didn't have anything else of value on him. Um, and uh, Dennis is like, yeah, check out the story; it's on CBS too. Um, <laughs> so yeah, sure, sure enough, it is. And uh, again, the funniest part of all of this is that Dennis seemed glad that it happened. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and um, we we haven't really gotten into like Oral's situation, but um, sure, there was some double entendre with the they took <laughs> his balls thing. There was, and I mean, most of the double entendre we can't repeat on this podcast. Yeah, that's for uh, if we ever do a Patreon, maybe we can we can talk <laughs> yeah, about yeah, it. Right. But um, or if you ever, hey, if you ever catch us at a bar, you want to buy us a drink, we'll tell you the story. Yes. <laughs> um, but um, but uh, but yeah. So he said that it's like, hey, he goes. He said to Winston, he's like, hey, Winston, did you see your buddy got robbed? Yep. And like Winston was like, oh man, what are you talking about? Like you know, like he's like, come on, man, like he's not my friend, you know, and like. And they were like laughing, and then he said the thing. He said the line, and like they started laughing, and then like we, I, I feel like I was laughing just based on them laughing. And then he's like, "Do you even know who I'm talking about?" And then like we got into like who it was, and so Oral, like we talked about in the Pirates episode when he said like, "Um, yeah, I guess in about 24 hours I'll be getting Chris Bryant's autograph." <laughs> <laughs> And so I said that to him. I said that to Dennis, and Dennis was like, "That was the night. That was the night he got robbed that night." <laughs> <laughs> That's insane, man. That we saw him the night he got robbed. I know, and he was like, he. We had the. If you recall from last episode, we had the little spat about the Justin Steele thing. Like, sure. Nope, Justin Steele starting tomorrow. You know, whatever that whole thing. So yeah, that was the whole thing. So that yeah, it was either that night or the night after that. Um, uh, like he was on his way back from getting Chris Bryant's autograph. Um, but yeah, just ridiculous. And then, and then, as Dennis said, man, it couldn't have happened to a nicer guy. <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, at this point in history, that that phrase is not is never sincere. It's only no. like sarcastic. Yep. Yep. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And then, I mean, you know, folks, that uh, the. We did watch the news article uh, or the, the news story on that, and uh, uh, or- Oral says he says they took my items, which is funny because you know that the the items he's referring to are his baseballs. Um, right. It's it's all it's it's really all too much, but it was uh it was good. Um. So anyway, uh, players eventually started coming out, and Jake Bird came out, and um he uh you know Dennis asks. Does he have any cards? And and you told him that you had a Jake Bird card that you got signed. And the look of approval on his face 
Well, it was it was like uh, I don't know if there's any any point where like Robert Duvall smiles in the Great Santini, but like <laughs> it was like you you impressed Dennis with that one. Yeah, I think I might have even told him like, hey, yeah, I got him on like this quad card, and I I'm I'm two for four already with it, and he like yeah he like looked at me like. Yeah, pretty good you know it's kind of like <laughs> kind of like that vibe like in in an expression like that sentiment uh expressed in just a look um and like yeah it's like you know if there was a if there was a story arc of this autographing season it was like it was the winning of approval of of dennis um and so if it took that like getting like that autograph to to get his approval from me um you know that was like that was the the final touch on this 2023 season uh oh, yeah for sure there's still plenty, plenty more to go. Oh gosh, yeah. So, um, uh, <laughs> both both Brent Suter and Chase Anderson uh, were on this team, and I didn't have cards for either one of them. But they're, you know, they're, they're both former Brewers, and I guess they're both very good signers. So I wanted them both. And you know, Dennis was talking about how like Suter's a really good signer, whatever. Uh, and I didn't have his card, so Dennis is like, "Yeah, yeah. Do you need one?" And and he gave me one of those. And then he gave me a Chase Anderson card. And then he gave me uh, an Austin Wins card. He called him Austin Weens, which was, which which was good. But uh, but you know, you so he's Wins? giving me all these cards. Wins is a good signer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wins and Wins didn't even look up the two times I tried to get him. But anyway, <laughs> I'll have, have him for next year. But Dennis, he kept repeating to to just whoever would listen. He's like, yeah, yeah, you know, I like to bring a lot of extras, and then if there's cool people around me who help me out, uh, I help them out too. And he said that like you know a bunch of times. So he ca- he kind of kept calling us cool, which was yeah. which was funny. Um, but yeah, Jeremy, you you were like, yeah, it's a it's a government bailout for Jack there, um, <laughs> which was funny. And then at one point you said, hey Jack, how are you gonna how are you gonna pay him back? Um, <laughs> and I was thinking of the hat which we ought, the, that we'd gotten as a giveaway, which we offered him later, but he didn't want. But uh, <laughs> yeah. that that's a, that's a, we can get into that later because that's another thing. But um, yeah, he Dennis, Dennis did hook it up for me, man, and I ended up getting Suter and Chase Anderson too, which was cool. Yeah, yeah, uh, it was yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, so, um, man, there's so much good in this episode, man. Yeah. Um, so, um, so at some point, the security guard comes over and he starts talking to us, to me, you, and and Dennis. And uh, he's like, "Man, I can't believe." He's like, "I can't believe how many Rockies are signing, man. Like they're they're great." And he's like, "You know who? Like you know who I really hate? The Phillies, man. They were they were horrible." <laughs> and uh, and Dennis just out of nowhere goes like yeah yeah i uh, saw i i saw bailey falter the other day and he didn't call him bailey Falter. he called him like billy fulmer or something like, <laughs> like yeah i saw billy fulmer the other day and he's like yeah you know he and, and and he goes like yeah i got his autograph and he said he said fuck the phillies and um and then he's like you know he's like fuck the phillies and so he's like yeah i was i i came over he was you know because he's on the pirates everybody and like so yeah. Um, he's like, yeah, I called him over and I said, Hey, what happened to the long hair? Cause he has long, he used to have like this, like really long hair and, uh, he cut it. We noticed that during the pirate series. I don't know if we talked about it last episode, mm-hmm. but he's like, Hey, what happened to the long hair? And Bailey Falter goes, that was my last, that was my last connection to the Phillies. So I had to cut it off. Fuck the Phillies. I hate the Phillies. <laughs> and, and Dennis goes, yeah, yeah. They don't, they don't, they never sign autographs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He goes. I said, yeah. They never sign autographs, as as if that was what Bailey Falter was talking about when he said "fuck the Phillies." Yeah, exactly. Um, like this guy's talking about his livelihood, about how he was. I think he was. Well, I don't know if he was drafted by the Phillies, but like he was like, 
you know, made made uh, the big league club with the Phillies, was around with the team for a long time, and um, then got traded at the deadline away from the first place Phillies uh, to the or the I guess the the wild card uh, number one wild card team Phillies to the fucking lowly Pirates. So yeah, his whole world was like turned into upheaval. And Dennis again to to your point, Jack, like ties it back to autographs. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. I, I'm sure he's watching the Phillies-Marlins game tonight and, you know, it, it, probably saying to his wife, like, yeah, I hope the Phillies fucking lose. They never well, sign anything. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or your Dennis is saying that? Yeah, yeah, to yeah. his wife. Yeah. I was going to say, I ha- we have an update. I have an update on this story because, it you know, from it happened a couple weeks ago. Oh, wow. There was, um, so the Phillies clinched a playoff seed against the Pirates. Uh-huh. And they there was this photo that that was on Twitter and there was one pirate in the dugout watching the Philly celebrate and it was Bailey Falter. Wow. So they they got a shot of Bailey Falter like standing on the top step watching the Phillies like do the pile up on the field and celebrating. And people were saying like, "Oh man, that's brutal. Like that's that's rough." So it's kind of crazy that we heard this story just like, you know, a couple days before this incident happened. So like, yeah, if you go on like Twitter or whatever, um, you can see the pictures of Bailey Falter like watching the Phillies celebrate. So sure, man, you you do get an inside scoop on some things when you come out here. Yeah, I mean, and that's crazy for a player to say "fuck the Phillies." You you know, of course he said it to Dennis, like the fucking biggest loudmouth there. So like <laughs> now everyone now everyone knows that Bailey Falter said "fuck the Phillies," and now we're saying it on our podcast. But it's all because of Dennis spreading that that word. So right. sorry, Bailey Falter. Uh, to blow up your spot but uh, i agree with you like that's brutal and that that's how you that's a really interesting insight about a player that gets traded away from a contender like how they feel sure yeah absolutely um yeah so that was that was kind of cool um that yeah that, it's it's almost too bad we couldn't have recorded this episode a little bit earlier but um yeah you know life life got in the way um, um okay, yeah, jack, real quick let's i just want to preface this next thing jack i i, I don't know if we both want to like take a shot at this delivery but like yeah, I, I'll, I think, I'll uh as, as steve stone said to jason benetti i'll let you have this one partner <laughs> you, okay if you are you if you're sure yeah absolutely because um, i i have a good dennis one a, a little a little bit later in the episode that i'm not sure if you heard or not so i'll i'll, I'll give you this one okay okay thanks man i appreciate it so this this next little bit is is the the logic of dennis and this is the logic of dennis summed up in in two sentences basically and i don't even know who would the fuck was he talking to? Was he talking to that that guy or the 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 guy in between us, or was he talking to the security guard? Who was I think he? he was just holding court. Right. Like, yeah. 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 What well, this what this wasn't really at anybody specific. So he's talking about like I think he's talking about how guys like are good at signing and like he did buy like a bunch of Austin wins or Ween wins as he calls <laughs> sure. them, and he had like a whole page of them and like he he ripped one off for Jack and like he it was it didn't even like expose an empty spot in his book. He had like two or three stacked up in the same spot of Austin Wynn. So I don't even know what he was going to do. Like, was he going to keep pulling them out and having them sign the same card? I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, so, so Dennis goes just in his, in his Dennis sort of way with his, like um, his kind of like tiny words and like his slight, like Chicago accent. He goes like, if I run out of a guy and I know he signs, I go to eBay and I buy more. I ran out of suitor. I know that he signs. So I bought twenty of them, <laughs> <laughs> and that that right there is like that's like you know the gospel of Dennis basically. <laughs> yeah, man, and the, he already probably has twenty suitor autographs at yeah. least. 
Yeah, he, he ran he out of them. 20, he needs he needs twenty more. Yeah, <laughs> that's why he bought more because he ran out of them. He's like, yeah. I ran out of Suter. I know that he signs, so I bought twenty of them. And, and then <laughs> and then he's and then he says he's like, yeah, you know, I have some extras. So if there's people around me who I think are cool and they help me out, I I help them out. Yeah. Um, and hey, you know what he he did, but he he truly did have like twenty Chase Anderson cards. Yep. 20 Brent Suter cards. Um, yeah, it was. It, it really was something. But yeah, man, that's that's like you said. That's that's the logic of Dennis right there. Yeah, yeah. It was great to hear. I Jack, I came home and I told my wife that that story just nice. to try to encap, encapsulate who he was, and she was she was laughing about it. And so nice. It was pretty funny. That's funny. Um, yeah, and I, uh, uh, you know, I don't want to blow up Dennis's spot too much here, but like he was, he was, there was some there were some idiots behind us, and they had empty Ugh. beer bats that they were getting signed. And yeah. that, that's going to come into play in, with Chase Anderson in a moment. But basically, like, they were taking their beer bats and holding them over me. They were doing a Norman, except with scorecards, it was beer bats. Yeah. And I had, like, a beer bat on either side of my head for most of this graphing session. Like, but, when someone gets, like, knighted, like, in, you know, the British yeah. whatever, it's like yeah. they put the sword by there. That's, like, what was happening in a jack with the fucking oh, beer bats. It was it was brutal. But, you know, somehow Dennis got in a conversation with these guys, and uh, uh, he, he said he said to him, first of all, he revealed that he was born three blocks from Wrigley Field, and yeah, then he goes, I did hear him he, say that. Yeah, and then he goes, uh, he goes, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, I, I gotta live here because I work for the city, um, and that that's just that's just perfect. Like Chicago is just like a famously like uh, you know corrupt and dysfunctional city. Um, so of co- of course, like Dennis work work <laughs> works for them. You know, yeah, he's he's a he's a classic a classic Chicago guy. He also, they also got, I'm glad I remembered this, but they, he got into a conversation with these yokels about Michael Jordan autographs, because one of the guys mm-hmm. said that he had a, a, sh- a shoe signed by Michael Jordan, and then Dennis is like, yeah, that, that's the most forged autograph. He's, he, he goes, <laughs> he goes I, I got one myself, and I know it's fake. It's like, well, why do you, ha- why do you have it then if you know it's fake? Uh, yeah. <laughs> It's too good, but that's right. Yeah, he was like, yeah, that's yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah. So be careful with that or something like that. He said like about the the Jordan autograph. Yeah, yeah. That was so funny. that that was good. Um, and he was then being Chase a little An- too nice to those guys, to be quite honest. Like he those was. Are guys yeah, those, who should have got on his nerves. Yeah, those guys didn't deserve the time of day, especially just with how loud, loud they were. Um, you know, they're the type of guy that you don't want around as a grapher. Um, but anyway, Chase Anderson comes out and uh, and. We he, we were kind of having a tough time getting his attention, so Dennis just goes Chase, like just just screams it at him. Yeah, and then and then it kind of scared Chase Anderson, well, but yeah, yeah, Chase Anderson stopped in his tracks. I Jack, I don't even know if we were having trouble signing, like like getting him. Like I I think we like someone had just passed by, and I'm like, oh, Chase Anderson, and he was like, you know, maybe about to get on the bus, and and Dennis just goes like Chase. And and Chase Anderson turns to us and like holds his chest and he's like ah! like that like like no joke like he he did like the whole like ah! like and um he, he was he was you know milking it like like whoa my god like what the hell yeah. and uh and uh <laughs> Dennis goes like oh I'm sorry I just tried to get you I just wanted to get you over here you know and like yeah and like Chase is like guy like guys geez like take it easy he's like I was gonna come over you know like. And it was just a weird, funny, and just just overly weird moment. It was really just something. 
It was, and then and then Chase was like, he was like, yeah, you, you know, I, I couldn't miss that. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. And then Dennis is like, well, you know, like sometimes you call for a guy and they don't come over, and then you get disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> he's just he's giving the play by play of like what it's like to get rejected to Chase Anderson, which was which was good. Uh, but then yeah, Chase signed for all of us. But yeah, the the, the I, I was once again getting knighted with these beer bats, and it was actually really cool. I I think Chase Anderson could tell like how shitty that was for me, so he's like, yeah, yeah, you got uh, you got these bats on either side of your head here, um, and I was like, all right, like you know, he he recognizes how dumb this is. Um, yeah. So that that was cool. Chase Anderson is kind of on my all boring team, um, mm-hmm. you know, and and he's probably not long for the league at this point. But uh, yeah, you know, I, I gained a lot of respect for him. He was a really really nice guy. Yeah, it was a cool interaction, and um, yeah, I'm glad I got him. I feel like there might have been a time where I like forgot to bring his card or whatever before, and um, we had shots at him before, but we never really got. It. He's so like he he's so boring that like he doesn't he's like unnoticeable, and so like yep. we I feel like we caught him, we made him like as he was getting on the bus like multiple times maybe, and so this time I finally was like, oh my god, Chase Anderson. So yeah. Um, I, I don't know if it was also Chase Anderson or whatever when this happened, or maybe it was someone different, but I think it was Chase Anderson. But Dennis, not only were those guys getting the beer bat signed idiots, but they didn't have any markers. And so Dennis kept having to, like, give them the marker. And so, like, they would put the the bat out, and the guy would be like, well, where's the where's the marker? And Dennis would hand it to him. And, like, I think Dennis, I forget if this was Chase Anderson or not, but he goes, like, yeah, I got to keep, they got to keep using my marker or something like that. And then um, the Chase Anderson goes like, "Yeah, man, you got to school him on that. You got to school him." You know, <laughs> like, I don't remember if it was Chase Anderson or a different guy. It, it could have been Bruce uh, uh, Brent Suter. I'm not sure, but um, they had that little exchange, and like it was like kind of just ridiculous. But yeah, that that was cool. And I I think that we might um, we might as well talk about Suter and uh, uh, Charlie Blackman here as well. Okay, because um, it's kind it. of this kind of around the same time. But, uh, yeah, yeah Suter came out as well, and he's, you know, famously one of the best signers in the league. So we got him over there. Um, he was he signed as well, and I think someone asked him, like, hey, how you doing? He's like, he might have even asked us how we were doing, and we are like, good. And he's like, you know, someone asked him, and he's like, oh, man, I'm just grinding right now. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. He's like, I am grinding. Yeah, like, yeah. He, he really leaned into it. It was just pretty funny. Um, it was. And, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was uh, probably truthful on his part, too. Like, these guys are at a point in the season where, you know, it's it's late September. They've played 155 games. And they are probably, you know, for all of these guys who've been on the team the whole year, um, it's it's probably a grind to just finish off the season. Um, their bodies are probably wearing down. Suter pitched that day, and I think he gave up a run. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, he, he was still in good spirit. So that, that was kind of some cool cool insight into how these guys are probably actually feeling. Yeah, not to mention the fact that he probably, you know, is taking a beating and just pitching in, in Coors Field. Yes, yeah, yeah, a- a- absolutely. Um, and then Charlie Blackman came out as well. Um, and we, we've tried to get Blackman a couple times, but he hasn't signed by the bus. Um, so, yeah, everybody kind of went crazy for him. And it was Bedlam. It was Bedlam when he came over. Um, but he did sign for us. And these the, those these idiots with the beer bats tried to get him to sign the beer bats, and he would not sign them. He would yeah. sign he signed cards. I know he signed cards because he signed my he signed ours. He might have signed balls, but he didn't sign those stupid beer bats. So that was um I, I'll respect Charlie Blackman for that. Yeah, yeah, he had no time for that crap. No, nope. so no. Nope. Um, <clears throat> so that was good. I I got close to getting him in um in Milwaukee. He was he signed for 
a bunch of kids in front of me who kept fucking handing him cards, almost like in a Dennis Jr. sort of way. <laughs> um, and like he signed so many for these fucking kids that um, he didn't sign for me. So I was I was bummed, and I was thinking like, all right, I got another shot at him in Chicago. I got another shot, and yeah, and and I did get him. So I was I was pretty ecstatic about that. Um, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, um, I'm trying to think. Uh, who else? Well, we, we got Nolan Jones, which yeah. was really really cool. Um, yeah, we, yeah, we got most of the most of the guys you would want on the team. Um, yeah, we didn't get Brendan Rodgers because he didn't go out by the bus, but uh, we didn't get Kyle Freeland because he never signs. Um, but yeah, overall it was a very pretty productive day of graphing. Yeah, I'm trying to run down who else I got. So Jake Bird, I got we got Ryan McMahon. Did you? I don't know if you mentioned yep, that. Yeah, we did, I didn't say that, but we did we did get him. I ended up getting Justin Lawrence. I got Ryan Feltner pregame. This is maybe something kind of funny really quick. We saw Ryan Feltner um, <clears throat> shagging balls in right field, and we were debating if it was Brenton Doyle or Ryan Feltner. And um, <clears throat> this foul ball came over, and um, Feltner got it and ran over and, and was going to give it to one of us. And uh, he came right up to us, and uh, as he was coming over, I'm like, hey, uh, I'll take an autograph. Um, and And... I kind of said, I said, I'll take an autograph, Brenton. And, um, luckily Brenton is like an, an easy word to kind of mumble. Yeah. Um, and luckily, uh, uh, Doyle and Feltner are right next to each other in the alphabet. So he comes over to sign for me and I, I hand him my book and I kind of point to the Doyle card and right next to it is the Feltner card. And he like, he kind of scanned over it with the marker and went to Feltner and signed there. And I'm like, Oh shit, that was fucking Ryan Feltner. <laughs> so I almost had a, a major faux pas there. Um, but uh, all's well that ends well because they're right next to each other. Um, sure. I wouldn't, I would end up getting Brenton Doyle post game uh, at the bus. Also, uh, you said Nolan Jones. Um, yep. I got Noah Davis and I got Elaris Montero as well. Yeah, uh, one thing about Feltner too is that this was during BP when the you know the, the there were still live balls being hit. Um, Ryan Feltner uh, earlier this season got hit in the head by a line drive and had to you know had to be on the IL for a while. It would have been very National Lampoon if uh, like you know Naked Gun if you would have been getting that <laughs> autograph and then a ball would have hit him in the head again. Yeah, no, no doubt. Um, uh, <clears throat> that would have been bad. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, I know. I I'm kind of glad it, I didn't know it was Feltner because I was gonna say like, hey man, how's how's your uh, you know how's the injury? Like <laughs> I, I didn't realize. And then you know you want to say something like that, but it's, it, I think ultimately it's best to just not even go there. Sure. Um. But um. But yeah, I I also did not realize that that was this season. I thought that was last season, but um. Yeah, I think I think it was. I think it was this year. Like I yeah, said, it's it been a, been a long season. Stuff that happened in April and May seems like a long time ago. Yeah, but uh, that's crazy that he's he's back. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so, um, so yeah, that kind of wraps up, um, the, the, Ro- the, uh, Rockies bus for that yep. day. We, we all kind of split at the same time. Um, and, uh, oh, well, we should mention that, uh, I guess Bud Black did not come out, right? No, he didn't come out that <clears throat> night and, and Mike Redmond snubbed us. Yeah. Redmond um, totally snubbed us. Absolutely he did. Uh, so yeah, all, the last bus drove away. Um, yeah, I was very disappointed that Bud Black didn't come out, but whatever. You know, I guess he didn't take the bus. So we, we decided to go to um, the Cubs bus. Uh, and, you know, Dennis said goodbye to me, and he patted me on the back. But then, like, he ended up just coming with us. I guess he, you know, I guess he called an audible. So the okay. three of us walked I did, over. I, did, like, I didn't know that he did that. I reached, I, like, leaned back to him, and I'm like, hey, we're going to the Cubs bus. 
and uh, he we kind of had like a some somewhat awkward walk over there because like we were like when me <clears throat> when um Jack myself and and Chris walked to the bus after graphing you know we're talking and joking around and stuff and Dennis I wasn't sure like where we all stood with him so like we we kind of walked and talked a little bit but we weren't like really joking around per se. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was definitely, um, you know, le- yeah, like you said, that we had to break the ice a little bit because we we'd never really been solo with Dennis before. This yeah. was this was the first time, so it was def- they, they were definitely uncharted waters. Um, so we we get over by the Cubs bus, and then I think that he 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 referenced your isotopes hat, didn't he? Yeah, maybe maybe. Um, <clears throat> I was like wearing it, um, and uh, yeah, he like. He he started talking um, to Jack. But this is like kind of aimed at Jack. But if you recall the last episode where Dennis sees my uh, isotopes hat and he's like, "I don't get the hat unless I've been there." Um, <laughs> he he proceeds and he did this with me too. But he proceeds to run down to Jack like every single minor league stadium he's ever been to. Yes, I don't know if you have an impression of that, but he's like, "I've been to Oklahoma City, Memphis." Nashville, I just went to Gwinnett. I've been to I've been to Tulsa. I've been to Asheville. Like he just he was just going on and on about all these minor league stadiums. And the guy's like sixty years old. It's like, yeah, man, you've been to a lot of stadiums. Like, like, are you gonna name all of them? Like, yeah, like it was crazy. Yeah, and yeah, I, I think actually most of this probably came up because we had those MLB hats, those MLB Network yeah. hats, and they were snapback hats. And he he was like. Nah, nah, you know, I never do the snapback. I only do the fitted. I got a couple of snapback, but mostly I just do the fitted. Um, <laughs> it was, yeah, it was good. Uh, it, it was good stuff. Um, and then, you know, then then we started talking to him, like, about uh, how we went to Kane County and, like, South Bend and uh, Beloit. He mentioned he'd never been to Beloit since they got the new stadium. But we, uh, you know, we started talking about what Beloit used to be like, which we experienced once, where, like, the players would have to go through the concourse basically to get into the stadium. So that was kind of cool. Um, and then, yeah, real quick, just as a side jack, you know, it's a weird realization. That was episode number like four or five or something. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we graphed in that and we graphed in that, uh, that episode. We did. Uh, I mean, we both got Austin Beck, I think. Right. Yeah. We both got Austin Beck. Um, I got, I mean, I think we all, we both got Nick Allen. I had him on a card and did you get him on your scorecard? Yeah, I, I think I, I got him on a uh, scorecard, probably. Yeah. Yeah, and then we got um, Jonathan Aruz and um, another guy from the uh, from the other team. But uh, but yeah, so all the way back then we were we, we were kind of graphing. So it's it's interesting. That that's funny. Um, yeah, it would be a probably a hundred plus episodes later before we started graphing again. So that's yeah. uh, that's really something. Um, yeah, I uh, so so at some point Dennis took a call from his wife. Uh, and, and, you know, they, they started talking about what they were going to do for dinner that night. And I guess, it, I guess it was order pizza. So Dennis, um, then we, we overheard Dennis make a call to D- D'Agostino's for, yeah. uh, for a pizza. And I, Jeremy, I don't know what snippets of this conversation you heard, well, but I, yeah. I, at, even before he called Dags, I heard him, I heard the conversation with his wife and he's like, yeah, well you order it. And he's like. <laughs> Well, if I order it, I gotta sit down. I gotta open up the app. I gotta take my credit card. It's easier for you to order. So you, why don't you order it? And like they were going back and forth about things. Like, and then he ended up. So then he ended up calling them. Yes. So you know what happened in that. You know what the outcome was of that story. <laughs> and uh, Jeremy, I don't know what order um, 
what part of that order you actually heard, but mm-hmm. but he was ordering a salad and he's like he's like yeah yeah I'll, I'll take the uh, I'll take the the garden salad yeah no no the big one the family size does that come <laughs> with chicken and he's like and then you know he seemed satisfied with that and then I think he got like a so- he got sausage and pepperoni on it at least but yeah it was just a it was just a, a funny thing yeah yeah it was it was funny just to hear that <laughs> um so um so yeah and then he's like he hung up or whatever and we we're standing around talking and uh waiting yeah. for some cubs to come out yeah and then you know at some point he was like yeah yeah well uh you know because i because i think we were conceding that like most of the people had already yeah. come out and he's like he's like yeah well you know i'm just waiting for them to cook my pizza and then i'm gonna get out of here and then yeah. uh and so then nico horner comes out and I, jeremy i think this is maybe the line that you didn't hear but yeah, N- Nico Horner comes out, and you know, Jeremy, you and I are pretty much retired from Nico Horner at this point. So Dennis kind of goes over by the crowd who's still left to 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 try to get Nico Horner, and he looks back at me and he goes, "You gonna get him?" And I I said, "Nah, no, nah, I I already got him." And then with a twinkle in his eye, he goes, "Eh, so have I, but I got some good stuff here." And then. <laughs> And then, uh, and so like he goes into the scrum, the mosh pit of people getting Nico Horner and he comes out with three Nico Horner autographs, you know, just, just while he's waiting for his pizza to cook, um, yeah. you know, he's, he's probably got 35 Nico Horners at home, but why, why not get three more real quick? And yeah. the look of satisfaction on his face after he got those three autographs was just yeah. classic. Like yeah. you could tell what, what a great day for Dennis. You know, he cleaned up at the Rockies. Uh, he went over here. He got three Nico Horner <laughs> autographs, and now he's going to go home and enjoy a pizza on his Friday night. So, yeah, yeah it was a good yeah. day for him. It's like, is it? The, it's the Marines, right? They're like, we do more before you wake up than you do in your whole day, or something like that. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's like uh, Dennis. You know, he gets three Nico Horners while you're trying to get your first, or something. You know, or like you know, while he's waiting for yeah. his pizza. <laughs> Yeah, right, man. I mean, that three Nico Horners is more than I've gotten Nico Horner. So, you yeah, know, th- there you go. And I, th- um, I think about like the like, you know, the like uh, anxiety that I felt when like we were waiting for him to sign for like fucking Josh and all his friends and sign right. for us. And like, you know, we wanted him so bad. And, you know, here we are, you know, a year plus later. And, um, you know, Dennis is just getting them just because he because he has to stay there. It's uh, <laughs> got another 20 minutes in the oven. But, uh, yeah, so that was funny. And um, <clears throat> we had we had mentioned that um, that Dennis doesn't say goodbye. Like he just yep. he do, you know, he's not one for for um, formalities. And uh, and so, like, even though we had spent like you know, an hour with the guy, an hour and 20 minutes, whatever he like, you know, we maybe looked across the street or something. And then like, I look back, Oh no, you know what they did? They closed, they closed the corral. And in the, in the, in the like action of us walking, turning our back and walking across the street, I look back and I just see Dennis like walking down Waveland Avenue, the other direction. And so like, yes. he just left and did not say goodbye at all. Never <laughs> like once, like, you know, uh, thought of saying goodbye or whatever. So, and then yeah. he's just gone. No, yeah, no acknowledgement. What he does too, I don't know if you noticed this, but he'll, he'll, tur- he turns on his heel. You know, you, yeah. you hear that expression a lot, but <clears throat> they shut that corral down. He'll just, he'll make a, a real quick pivot and then just head down, head down Waveland um, to leave. So, yeah, that was, uh, that was, that was good. 
Um, as you said, we, we had unlimited access to him today. Um, you know, not, not a bad guy, but, you know, he, he's every bit as much of an oddball as, uh, you know, and anybody else we've run into. Yeah. 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 It was, um, it was funny. It was a good arc for the season, at least for the storyline with, with Dennis. Um, and, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll say like, I, I was, I ended up going to, um, locker clean out yesterday and today only for an hour. Cause I only had an hour to kill or like an hour to spare before I had to go into work. Yeah. So that kind of sucked, but I did have two run-ins with Dennis that we could talk about at the end. Sure. Um, but yeah, but so that was Friday. Um, Saturday, um, I had planned to, to graph, um, my whole main objective was getting a Jose Quas because I had the custom, um, and just didn't have a, ch- a chance to get him. I, I, I did. And he, um, we, I, was it Friday? I think, I think when we came out Friday, he, he came out. Was that right? Jose Quas? Yeah. Maybe yeah, I not. think he was, he was with his fam- family, right? Yeah. So we, we did catch him at the bus after, at the parking lot after the Rockies left and um, he had his he had his his like wife or whatever and was carrying like a, a little baby with him and so like couldn't get him to come over to sign like that's the kiss of death when they're holding a baby um so my my whole goal like was to get Jose Quas uh you know with the rest of the season uh, with the rest of the weekend and um you know there was still some like rockies i wanted to get but i was going to i was going to prioritize Jose Quas um but I was um, toying with going to the game Sunday, and I thought about like maybe um, getting, <clears throat> like trying to get him pregame, or maybe like after the game or something like right when they were coming in from the bullpen. I was trying, I was maybe going to do that on Friday, um, but um, but yeah. So basically, Jack and I like exchanged a couple texts on Saturday, and Jack, what you decided to to go to. Yeah, I, I, I decided to go ultimately. I wasn't going to, but I had to I had to work uh, in the evening on what was normally my day off. So I, I think just kind of as an act of defiance and like wanting to do something that I would enjoy um, just to like make the day not completely crappy. Uh, I decided to go graph because it's like I didn't want to let having to having to work a fluke um, a fluke at like a fluke day prevent me from getting bud black um and you know graphing one last time this season so yeah Yeah. i decided to i decided to go yeah so um so so yeah so we we kind of like uh maybe exchange some text or whatever i i got there pretty early and um i ended up jack do you know what this next note is about you know i i don't okay it's it's just uh in good fun but I, I ended up going to um, <clears throat> the so the, like the center field corner basically like the corner of Sheffield and Waveland, um, like the opposite corner of where the marquee is, and um, I, I I stood over there because I knew that Jack was on his way, um, and I was trying to catch him before before I went, and uh, so sure enough I'm like at the corner and I like I might have texted you or something like hey are you uh, you know on your way and you said like yeah I'm a couple minutes away, and um, so I, I I catch you and. Um, I, you know, we're kind of like, I, I'm like, Hey, what's up? And, uh, you know, we maybe take two steps. You're like walking over to the Rockies and, um, I go like, yeah, man, I'm still trying to decide, uh, you know, which, which, which team I'm going to do. And, uh, <laughs> Jack, you, you kind of, you kind of blew me off a little bit. <laughs> I did feel I? Like, yeah, a little bit. You were, you were, I, I mean, I know why you did it, but like, you're like, Oh, okay. Well I'm going over to the Rockies. See ya. I gotta get over there. See ya. And then you just you were gone. It was almost like a dentist type blow off, but That's I've also funny. know 
I've known you for what a twelve years. 12 yeah, years yeah, that's something. funny. Well, I, I think what was happening was like the game was about to wrap up, and I, I was, I, I think there may have already been some people over there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, I got to get the fuck over there, um, because you know I, I was in a bad mood to begin with, because I, I knew yeah. that I was gonna have to fork over some money to, to do this. Uh, yeah. So which, and I eventually did. So yeah, I, I, I do remember that. I was like, <laughs> yeah, maybe, I, maybe I could have been a, a, you know, we, I could have lengthened that conversation a little bit. <laughs> Well, I I was um I was thinking about that and like to be quite honest, Jack, I was in a shitty mood during the Pirates series because sure. the Cubs season was falling apart and I was like graphing the team that was beating them and I was pissed about the Cubs, so I was probably not in a super flowery mood those games either. But yeah, I was like Jack came down here for for like I was thinking like Jack's a, a singular a single task a single minded like you know like situation and like he was just going to, to graph and like i was kind of hemming and hawing about what sure. to do so if anything that convinced me to just go to the to the cubs i'm like i mean frankly i was there to get bud black like that was yeah. my one that was my one mission so like yeah. i was yeah like you said it was a single-minded t- type of thing yeah for sure and and my goal was to get quas so i figured might as well go there so sure. So yeah, so I go over to the the, the Cubs bus and like it, it just it's not even worth trying to do it. I feel like on a Saturday afternoon because yeah. there's just too many fucking people out there. Um, I got there early <clears throat> and um, I got had a prime spot. There was this like woman um, who was like in the corral and she she tried to go over by the uh, the kids corral and then they told her like no nope, sorry you gotta you know adults are over there. And she's like, what? Like, why? Like, why? I just want to get an autograph, whatever. And she, like, had this fucking, like, in- pissy, like, entitled vibe to her. Like, and it was it was really pissing me off. And she, like, she fucking, like, escaped the, the adult's corral and went into the kid's corral and was standing, like, right next to me. Sure. And um, she was, like, saying, like, I don't have a pen. I don't have a marker. And she's like, oh, he'll let me use his marker. He'll let me use that marker. And, like, to, to one guy. And then she, like, looked over at me. And she's like, you'll let me use your marker, right? And I didn't, like, acknowledge her at all. And she started, like, whacking me on the arm. She's like, hey, 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 you'll let me use your marker, right? Ugh. And I just, like, looked at her and I'm like, I don't know, I shook my head or whatever. And then um, at some point she started vaping, like, Ugh. in the fucking kids' corral. I'm like, are you, like, what a shit, what a shithead. Like, it was super shitty and it was annoying. And, like, yeah, I was trying to, and I was there to get uh, Quas And Quas came out again with his kid and... You know, I'm like, fuck, I got, I got fucked here. Um, Jared Young came out and I had, I had gotten Jared Young maybe at the end of the pirate series or something. I had just gotten in a custom card that I made of Jared Young and I was trying to get him to sign it and he signed for a bunch of kids and he's like, all right guys, sorry, I got to take off. And like he left and like when he left and I didn't get Jared Young, I'm like, this is pointless. So I'm like, let me just try to salvage anything um for for today so i actually ran back over to uh the rockies bus and i ended up meeting up with you over by the rockies yeah yeah you did um now i'm trying to figure out when you got there chris bryant had already gotten on the bus and left at that point right when yes you got there. Yeah, yeah okay so um, i got there for I, the third bus sure okay yeah so i was there um uh you know the whole time and uh next to me like i said i there were already some people there and uh, the guy, the guy I kind of sidled up next to, uh, I, I found found out his name was Hector. Um, we've seen him a bunch of times. He's in Anthony's crew. Um, he's probably like the smartest guy out of out of anybody in that crew. Yeah. Um, he's also yeah super nice guy. Um, 
but anyway, like he and I just kind of started talking about uh, stuff and who he's gotten this year. He said he got Ian Happ, um, and he said he got David Ross, but he had to ask Ross to personalize, and that's how I found out what his name was. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, you know, we started talking about Rizzo, and like he was like, uh, he 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 mentioned that Rizzo was just the worst guy ever, and then he told me the story about how Ant like how Anthony asked Rizzo and Rizzo was like man I didn't sign for you for in 10 years in Chicago what makes you think I'm going to sign for you now so uh I guess Hector was there that day and witnessed that when he said that to Anthony which is which is pretty good um yeah but uh anyway like Ant- like uh this Hector guy he really wanted Chris Bryant so he had like a bunch of glossy photos of him and he's like yeah which one do you think I should get signed and I was like oh that one looks pretty cool and he's like yeah you know that I was thinking that one as well so anyway Bryant comes out um, and yeah, there was no, no chance, no chance yeah. at all of him signing. There were, before you got there, there were probably over a hundred people at that bus. It was, it was mayhem. Um, yeah. Anyway, Bryant didn't sign. So, um, you know, that, that kind of caused everybody to leave, which was, um, you know, which was unfortunate, but yeah, you came over and, and you actually ended up having a little bit of, a little bit of luck, I think with some of the guys. I did. And I was, I was feeling a little guilty because you told me like no one had signed before. No, that. not a single person signed before <clears throat> you got there. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, and so, um, so yeah, so I, uh, I, and granted I had some guys that you didn't have just at yes, all. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that helped, but um, but yeah. So basically, I think um, one of the first guys I got was Tyler Kinley. Yep. Um, and I got him on a New Orleans Baby Cakes card, which was pretty cool. Um, I got Hunter Goodman. Um, and there was there was so there was a kid there, um, like a, a younger kid, maybe like about twelve years old, maybe or something like that, and with his dad, and they were kind of like they're kind of funny funny people. And um, he, I think he actually maybe helped me make uh, Goodman because I don't think I would have spotted him otherwise. And this kid told me a story. Told us a story like he's like, yeah, he caught Hunter Goodman's first homer. And they told the story about it. And like, yeah, he's like, yeah, you watch the video. Like, you know, you can see it. And like, he's like, it's pretty cool. Like the dad's talking to me now. He's like, yeah, it's pretty cool. Like my my littlest one, he like he like laid down and blocked some guy out. So so this guy could could grab the ball. And, uh, and he's like, yeah, yeah. So I got it. And like, um, you know, people were saying like, you know, a security guard came up to me and he's like, do you know, um, how valuable that's worth? And yeah. so the kid did like the, the dream, which was like, he got to like negotiate, like, you know, a trade for the, for the home run ball. I think yeah. he said he ended up getting like an autographed bat and like, uh, and like an, another autographed ball or something. Um, but it was pretty cool. It was kind of cool to t- talk to someone who like had that experience yeah definitely and and what was also cool was they uh the dad and the kid pulled up the video of yeah. him catching the ball and yeah they show the kid on tv like getting the ball and then kind of going nuts so it wasn't like a bullshit story the yeah. kid actually did catch this home run ball which was which was pretty neat yeah so that was cool i think they kind of helped um get uh get goodman and then i think i think this was the time um I, I had also gotten a custom card of Victor Vodnik just for the hell of it. Just I like yeah. his name. He sounds like uh, a villain from uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Sure. So um, I made a custom of him. And, like, these cards were supposed to come in the mail during the, the Pirate series, but they got, like, lost. They got sent to, like, Philadelphia. And um, I thought I wasn't going to get them, but they showed up this day, this Saturday. So I, I got the Vodnik card, and I, I was able to get him to sign it um, on Saturday. And then I also got Hensley Mullins. Um, which we try to call Hensley. Mew- I think um, 
Dennis tried to call Mullins over on on Friday and he didn't come over, but I got him over on Saturday and I I got his autograph and Jack, I don't know if you got a look at his autograph when he signed it, but this is maybe no. one of the coolest autographs I've ever gotten. Um, I, I didn't. <clears throat> I don't know if you can look at your screen. I'll turn my camera on so you can look yeah, at sure. it. But um, basically, um, so he signed it, uh, Sir Hensley Mullins. Yeah. And then he signs Bam Bam underneath, which is his nickname. Yeah, um, nice, man. That, that's has, pretty cool. It's one of the coolest, like, SIGs I've, I've ever gotten, I think. Like, I mean, I've never gotten a, a, a knighted guy. So, you know, I mean... I know Jack got knighted by the beer bats <laughs> just 24 hours earlier, but um, this guy is actually knighted by, he's from uh, Curacao. So he's knighted um, under like the Netherlands, I guess. Um, and I also forgot that he managed like the Netherlands world baseball classic team, which won, I think two world, the first two world baseball classics. Wow. That's, so, that's cool. I'll have yeah. to, I'll have to try to get him next year, dude. You should definitely get him. Um, pick a good card for him. And like, I looked at his autographs and he signs it, sir. Hensley Mullins, bam, bam. And, uh, it's really cool, man. Like, yeah, I hope you can get him because it's, this is like, this is maybe one of my favorite autos in my collection. Um, and I, I knew that I wanted him, but I didn't realize I kind of forgot about all of the, the world baseball classic stuff. And I didn't know he was freaking knighted and that he signs it, sir. Hensley Mullins. So that was really cool. I gotta say. Nice. That yeah. That's uh, that's pretty sweet. Um, yeah. I uh, so so you know Re- Mike Redmond came out again. We called for him again. He came out by himself uh, yeah. and he he snubbed us again. I don't think you saw the Redmond snub, did you? We you had were you were you there at that point? No, I think you I think you to- I think that was yeah. that before I got that, there. That yeah. was before. So yeah yeah Redmond snubbed again. But anyway, um, one of the last guys on the bus was Bud Black. So we saw Bud Black come out this time. And, uh, you know, he walks down the concourse. He sort of stops right before you would leave the, the area that, like, the stadium to walk out onto the sidewalk. He was being kind of, like, squirrely. Like, he was talking to the security guard for a while. He had, like, glasses on, and he kept, like, yeah. he kept putting him down his nose and then back up again. Um, and he was just kind of, you know, BSing with the security guard. So, yeah, he, uh, he comes out. He walks down the sidewalk to get on the bus. I called for him. I was like, hey, bud, bud, can you please sign? And, you know, he looks at me. He puts his glasses down on his nose, and then he puts them up, and he walks on the bus. And it was like, oh, man. Come on, dude. Like, oh. Jeremy, I don't know. Like, I I wish you could have gotten my reaction on, like, video. But it was just like, it was just that I think the noise I made was just pure anguish. Yeah, um, I, I I do I remember it. I think you said "God damn it!" like out loud. Yeah, I I think I did. Well, and then you know, hey, that was I would not have been as upset uh, if if I knew that the following was not about to happen. Um, so yeah, I it was about five fifteen, and I had to get to work by I think six thirty. Um, so yeah, I I work uh, all the way on the south side of the city. Um, so there, I was gonna have to take a uh, I was gonna have to take a cab or an Uber. I tried to get an Uber. I couldn't because, like, of the there was just you know probably because a of the dis the, the distance I was going to have to go, but b just because it was such a busy time in the area. Um, so I ended up flagging down a cab. I told the cab where I needed to go. He said sixty bucks. So I said, ah, forget it. And then he goes, all right, fifty. And then like I needed to get to work, and I I really didn't like didn't want to be late. So I was like, all right. So with huh. tip. That cab ride ended up being fifty-seven dollars. Um, fifty-seven dollars to get skunked by Bud Black. So uh, yeah, that was a, uh, you know, I wasn't too happy for the rest of the night. Um, 
but yeah, that was the risk I took. So there, there you go. Yeah, that was that's 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 rough for sure. Um, and like it's almost like tempting the 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 base the autograph gods of like, yeah. hey, like I'm laying this much money on the line. It's yep. like it just getting set up to be screwed here. Um, and like it, you know, it kind of doesn't make sense. He signed for us last year. I mean, he was kind of weird about it, but. He signed for us last year, um, and so you'd think he would sign, um, uh, but uh, but yeah, that was that was brutal. It, it was it was, um, but uh, oh well. Like I, I you know lesson learned. Like you know if I'm in that position again where I just want one guy and it's 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 between that and then having to take a cab, like I'm just gonna skip graphing. Um, but you know you you live and you learn, uh, and um, ultimately, hey, like. I wanted to try to get out there one last time, so no, re- no regrets. It happened. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I, I, I hate to uh, like follow that up because uh, you, you took off right after that. Yep. And uh, I stuck around a little bit longer, and Elias Diaz came out, and there were all these guys in Venezuelan uh, gear, and they were trying to get um, <clears throat> Diaz, and so they called him over, and and like while he was still in the stadium, and he like pointed. He pointed over by the side exit, and um, so then like he's like, "I'll meet you over there." And like, so he walks over there, and like all these Venezuelan guys run over there, and I I just like jump right in the bubble with them and like run over there, and uh, we get there to the side. Diaz has has to have like a security guard open the gates, and then he comes out and he's like posing for pictures with these guys with the flag and all this stuff. And um, the guy, one of the guys, as he was getting his picture with him, he's like, all star, all star. He's like, MVP, MVP, all star. <laughs> and um, and uh, Diaz was really nice about it. Um, and then I kind of just swooped in there and I'm like, uh, uh, you know, Elias, could you sign this? And um, so I have this Tops Now card of him, like when he won the um, all star MVP. Uh, it's him holding the trophy. And it was, it's a really cool card. And I've said it before. I like the all-star game still like, um, and you know, the NL just loses every year, like every year that I've been alive and I've cared about it, the AL has dominated, you know, all the years previous to, to, to me being born, the NL dominated every single year. And since I've been born, like it's been the opposite. So like NL wins in the all-star game are few and far between. And so he got, he was the MVP, he helped them win. And so that was really cool. So I said to him, and maybe I shouldn't have phrased it this way, but I'm like, hey, uh, you know, Elias, uh, I still care about the uh, All-Star game, man, and uh, so I appreciate you getting the win for the National League. And he's <laughs> like, he's like, oh, yeah, 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 man, thank you. And, like, you know, he was into it, but I'm like, maybe I shouldn't have said that, like, I still care. It's, it's to imply, like, no one cares about the All-Star <laughs> game. But, um, but, yeah, he signed that, and then he signed another card that I brought, too, because the um, the – Quite honestly, the the MVP card is is not the best to get signed, mm-hmm. so I brought one that was a little bit better, and he signed both, which was really cool. Nice. So I was happy to get him. Um, I had missed Charlie Blackman um, while I was gone, but I didn't have anything for him again anyway. So um, and he only signed one sign for people, and then got out of there. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, I uh, I unfortunately couldn't stay for Diaz. I just I just had to get out of there. But uh, you yeah. know, it's cool that you got him. I, I'm sure he'll be on a team next year, so it'll be yeah. another chance at him. I definitely think he's gettable. So, so yeah, man. And then uh, as I was walking back, I just texted you. I'm like brutal, you know, because that, <laughs> yeah. that was just rough. Yeah, it sure was. But uh, you know, oh oh well. Uh, but, you know, Rockies will be back first series next year, so there will be another chance at Bud. 
that's about the best you can hope for is like a really quick, you know, like whenever a guy makes an error and he like, he bats the next inning, like you just want a chance to, 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 you know, right the wrong. So you'll have a, an early chance to fix all that. Um, uh, I should say, so real quick, I went back Sunday, um, which was the last home game of the year. I, I decided to forego the, 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 the chiefs bears drubbing, um, (laughs) game that was happening that day to, it's like, how could I go? How could I, I? I usually watch Bears games with with Mark and some of my friends. I'm like, how could I go, Mark Bobovath? Like, how could I go and watch this shit team and not go to the last game of the year for the Cubs? You know, when they're trying to like make the playoffs and all this stuff. So I, I ended up going to the game. I scored a single ticket and I went. Um, pre-game, I was hanging out by the Rockies and like literally, literally, no one was on the field. Like, sure, no one at all. Like, no, no one was stretching. No one was taking infield. Like, no, nothing. So if you tried to go just to get pre-game autos, you you really got screwed. The only person that was on the field at any time pre-game was, was Bud Black, uh-huh. and Bud Black was out there sitting on the fence um, with one other person. I can't remember who it was, and Taylor McGregor. Uh, the uh, sideline reporter for the Cubs and they were sitting there talking for a long time. They were just BSing. And like, so Taylor McGregor, I think used to work for the Rockies. I think her dad was like the president of the Rockies or something. Like mm-hmm. he was like their, their president or whatever. And so she knows the team and she knows Bud Black and they were talking and they were like, you know, they were talking like they were family or something. So um, they were talking for a really long time. And I was like, I was over there uh, but it was no real shot to like yell. I didn't, you know, I didn't want to yell and interrupt their conversation or anything. Yeah, um, sure. And so Bud went inside, and I just didn't end up getting him pregame. Um, so that was, uh, you know, that was a bust a little bit. Um, I did text you, Jack, like to see if you wanted me to get. I had an extra Bud Black. I'm like, I would have, I would have got it signed for you, but I know that that's not the same thing. So. Sure. So yeah, so um, so so yeah, the game happens. Whatever. There was like a false ending at that game, Jack. I don't know if you knew that, but um, no, I didn't. Yeah, the Cubs were um, winning. Um, was it four to three? Maybe they were only up by one, and I think like the the tying run was on second base, and um, they pinch hit for like two guys in the in the last inning, and um, I think it was like runners first and second they were up by one and two outs and Ryan McMahon pinch hit and his, the first pitch he grounds out to the first baseman like Ballinger he steps on first game over. They start playing go Cubs go. And then like the umps wave their hands in the air and they're like, Nope, it was a, they conferred. And then they were like, it was a foul ball. Yeah. So they had to like play. They had to like turn the music off, stop the lights from like flashing. Everyone had to go back in the dugout and they had to replay the, that bat. And I was like, oh, my God, like, he's going to get a base hit and, like, you know, tie this game or whatever. Um, they ended up striking him out, um, luckily. But that was, like, a tense moment. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah. So then I, I leave, and I start walking uh, to my car because I was going to go, like, just watch the game with with um, with, with Mark Bubblebath and, and some friends. And uh, I called him just to make sure he was home and, you know, like, ready to – like, he was having people over. And he didn't answer. And so then I'm like, well, I can't just blindly go over there and not be sure when I can stay here and try to get Jose Quas. Sure. So, um, so same thing. I like went. Um, uh, actually, I don't even think. I don't even remember what I did, but I think I tried to get Quas and I didn't get Quas again. Oh no, because it was the Cubs getaway, so I wasn't even going to worry about the Cubs. So uh-huh. I just I just went right to the Rockies, 
And um, I stood by, I, I waited by the front of the bus, tried to get some guys. They were all going to the back of the bus. So I went back there. One of the storylines that we didn't really talk about from Friday was that um, Herman Marquez and An- Antonio Senzatella were both there, even though they've been on like the IL for maybe most of the season. I'm yeah, not sure. for the last three years. Yeah, for most of the last three years, right. So like um, we saw them last year and they were on the IL. But I, I for the life of me, could not tell a difference. Like I could not make them. They're sure. both Venezuelan. They're both the same age. Um, they're they born both have like facial, facial hair and like the same kind of hair. Yeah, they're both they're born a month apart from each other. They're both six foot one. Their baseball cards say one eighty and one eighty five. So like it's crazy how much these guys look alike. And so I couldn't tell. Like we saw a guy, and I'm like, I don't know if that sends a teller or Marquez. So they come out on Sunday, and I call the first guy and I was pretty sure by that point I'd seen him three times or something and I'm like I'm pretty sure that's Marquez so I called him and he signed and so then the next guy came over and it was Sensatella and I knew it was Sensatella so I called him I ended up getting both of them on Sunday so that was cool that was uh, one way to kind of put an end to the chapter on all that and then I hate to I I have to tell the story I I don't mean it as like a rubbing assault in the wounds but it was too good of a story to to not tell Um, oh I also got Austin wins too that's funny yeah, yeah, I got Austin wins on on Sunday without Dennis. Like Dennis wasn't there, and that's when he signed. So, huh. um, he saved himself signing you know nineteen other autographs that night yeah, that right. day. But so that was over. It's where we we never really talked about. It. Maybe we can talk about it in the off season, like getaway day. It's really tough to autograph there. Basically, all the players go to the back of the bus, uh, to the back buses, and the coaches go to the first bus. So, you kind of have to choose who you want. So basically, I stood by the side to try to get players. And then at the very end, I'm like, let me run to the front of the bus and see if I could catch any coaches. I run up to the front. Uh, Mike Redman is the first guy out. I basically have him one-on-one. I call for him. He looks at me and just, you know, kind of shakes his head and gets on the bus. So I whiffed one-on-one with Mike Redman. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if that guy's ever going to sign. Um, so we know where we stand there. Um, right behind him is Bud Black. So Bud Black is coming over, and, um, you know, I, I did get him last year, but I found this really cool upper deck card of him batting. Um, so he's he's batting. He's, like, you know, looking at a ball, like, kind of like he has, he's already swung, and he's, like, looking at a ball in the air, basically. So Bud Black comes over, and I'm literally the only one over there because at this point everyone had gone to the side of the bus to get players. Uh, I should say Chris Bryant didn't sign again. He waved to everybody, didn't sign. Mm-hmm. So I'm standing there all alone. And Bud Black comes over, and it was very much like last year when I like I, I kind of pleaded with him, like, "Come on, hey Bud, you know you got to sign. Like, can you sign?" Yeah. So Bud Black comes over. I'm the only one there. I'm like, "Bud, what do you say? Can you sign?" I'm yeah. like, "I'm the only one over here," and uh, and I'm, I said something like, "And he's he's coming over, and he's kind of looking at me, not sure." And I'm like, "I got everyone else out of here, Bud. It's just me." Yeah. And so he comes over, and he 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 comes over to sign for me. And he, you know, he gives me the kind of like that, that, that doubting look, whatever the kind yeah. of look that he gave you. And he comes over and I, I put out the, um, the, the batting card. I'm like, bud, I got to get you. On, I had to get you on this card where you're batting the batting, the hitting card. Uh-huh. And before I could even like finish saying that, he goes like, that was a double off the wall in San Diego. Nice. <laughs> and, and, uh, I'm like, really? And he's like, yeah, look it up like sixth inning, whatever. And, uh, I'm like, that's amazing, bud. Thank you. And, uh, he signed and, you know, just got on the bus Nice. And, uh, man, I got to say, I, I hate that it comes, you know, in the wake of, of, of the situation from the day before. But, like, 
Bud, Bud, Bud Black didn't disappoint again with, with his like kind of banter. Like last year it was the whole mustache thing. And, uh, this year, like, I don't, I don't think he recognized me, but like it was, uh, yeah, he's just like, I'm, I'm sure someone asked him that before, but he's, he, before I could even say it, he's like double off the wall, San Diego. Um, nice. Nice. No, that's, so. that, that's good. Um, he's probably, you know, he's no doubt signed that card before. Um, yeah. uh, yeah, I, I wonder, man, I wonder it's got to probably accurate. I dude, I Jack, I looked it up and it's it is accurate. I, I like found the game that it was from. Nice. And it's it's kind of crazy cuz this is from 1991 upper deck and the game happened in like late August, September or something of 91. Oh, so wow. this this card must have they must have like did this card up really quick, but it's like his um he had like two doubles in his career or something. Um, but only one in San Diego, and so like either that or maybe maybe he's mistaken. But this looks like San Diego, and they're on their road uniform, so uh-huh. he he knows what it is. So they must have made that card pretty quick. But um, but yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, nice, so. nice. Well, that's yeah, that's cool. Maybe I'll have to try to get that one signed next year. Yeah, yeah. If you yeah, uh, you know, it's it's a you know dollar card, so you can you can get it. Um, so so yeah, so that that all happened. Um, so it was a. Good end of the season that way. I, I maybe would have rather had the Cubs make the playoffs, but um, you know it is what it is. The last thing I'll just cap off, which uh, just kind of puts a tail on the like a puts a, a cherry on top of the whole Dennis stuff, is I did able I was able to go to locker cleanout on Monday for an hour. I had to go down to work at eleven o'clock, so between nine and ten, I went down to Wrigley and and did and tried to get some autographs. Um, I I'll say just say right up front. Jose Quas, by the luck of the autograph gods, came like showed up during that little window when I was there. I saw him. I kind of missed him come out of the parking lot, but he went into the building, and he's like, "Hey guys, you know whatever." And like they said, "Hey, can you sign when when you come out?" And um, I was like, "Shit, that might have been my only chance," because you never know how long the guys are going to be inside there for. Right. So he was in there maybe like twenty minutes, thirty minutes. And uh, an Uber Black pulls up, and like it was his car, it was like an SUV, and it was parked right in front of Wrigley, right in front of the offices, like across the street. So he comes out, and it looked like he was gonna get right into the SUV and drive off. And Anthony was there, and so we see him, and I call for him, and I said to Anthony, I'm like, get him over here, man, I got a custom for him. Yeah. <laughs> and and Anthony yells something in Spanish across the street, and sure enough, Jose Quas drops what he's doing and just comes across the street and signs. Sure. Um, so, and then as, as I'm signing as, or as, um, as he's coming across the street, Anthony goes like, he's like, give me one, give me one. And like, yeah. I, I had to give him one of, one of the extras I had. And I had one extra to give to Quas himself. And so Quas signed for me, signed for Anthony. Um, afterwards, Anthony, I, I go like, dude, thank you, man. I've been trying to get, he was my main guy I wanted to get. And Anthony goes like, man, I know you love me. <laughs> and uh so that was funny and then he goes like hey man you got a sleeve and a top loader for this card yeah. so i had to give him like one of my sleeves and top loaders but that's fine so it didn't get messed up um that's funny yeah so i mean that was my you know cap on the season is getting quas i, I really wanted to get him anthony um, has a anthony has a way of calling those guys over i, I don't know what it is it's almost like a, a manchurian candidate kind of thing you know yeah. like he he call he'll call for him across the street and yell for him and they'll they'll drop whatever they're doing and come over. Yeah, exactly. Maybe maybe I'm that way with lefties with with Rich Hill. I was able to get him <laughs> yeah, from across right. the field. Right. Um. I don't. I think Jake Jake Bird's a righty, so that that one doesn't count. But sure. yeah. Um. But yeah. No. Anthony's been coming clutch plenty of times. 
Um, that's kind of like the the dumb luck of Anthony, I would say. Right. Um, but uh, the one person, the other person who was there was uh, was Dennis. Dennis was there. Actually, all the old crusties were there. Um, uh-huh. The custom card guy was there. The guy with the weird teeth who like lets you go in front for like Pat Hughes or whatever. He was yeah, there. Yeah, I, I remember. I remember that guy. Um, so all the old guys were there and Anthony was there, of course. And then some of his friends, although I didn't see Hector, he, he showed up last year with his like work truck. Um, Uh so he probably showed up a little later on. Um, I heard that David Ross signed, say Suzuki signed, um, whatever we missed. I missed some of those guys, but not a big whoop for me. But while, while Dennis was there, I heard him say like, Hey, this is my son. And like, he like introduced his son was there. Yeah. Um, so he introduced some guys to, to his son and he's like, he's 22. Um, he's like, they said something like, you know, whatever, like they said, made some joke or something. He's like, Hey, no, he's, he's already grown up. He's 22, whatever. And mm-hmm. honestly, there was nothing really quite remarkable about him. He was just kind of like a, a regular 22 year old guy. He had like black hair, like Dennis has gray hair. Sure. This kid had black hair and like a beard and he was wearing like a, a hat and glasses and, uh, he was quiet. He really wasn't saying much. <laughs> I think, I think Dennis like gave him a, his his extras to to sign so he could get like you know twice the card signed basically <laughs> that was his whole purpose yeah man that that's why he's there he's he's autograph bait for dennis yeah exactly exactly yeah he probably resents the kid for growing up because when he was younger <laughs> he probably used him you know to more effect to get autographs but sure but yeah so the one thing i want to say about that though is there were so jack i wish you were there i texted you this i wish you were there because there were so many little snippets of conversations that that i was hearing yeah that were just cracking me up and like i gotta say if you want to feel like you're part of the community of like graphers like locker clean out is the day to do that because it's really just the fucking hardcore like bums like autograph bums sure and uh it was it was kind of funny um but I heard Dennis telling the story to somebody else, and he was talking about like I guess I think he was talking about Scott Barlow. Yeah. Is Scott Barlow or is, Scott Barlow was the one who was on the uh, the Royals, right? Yep. And I think he got traded to maybe the Rangers or something. Um, but he was I heard him, t- you know, recounting like him getting graphs somewhere I forgot where, but I heard him go like, "Yeah, I made amends with Barlow," and. Uh, and then someone said, like, what happened? And he's like, yeah, well, you know, uh, he came over to sign for us. And uh, I said, uh, oh, yeah, you were um, you were you were on the Royals. Right. And and he's like, he's like, you're from Kansas City. Right. And he's like, yeah, I was. And he's like, oh, so you were good when you were with Kansas City then, huh? <laughs> and like and and he's like and then he and he said something like Dennis said something. I didn't hear what he said, but it was essentially like, you know, he took offense to that and got mad with him and like left. Basically he stopped signing and like walked away. And so Dennis said like, yeah, I had to explain to him. I'm like, Hey, you know, I said you were good with them. I meant that, uh, you know, you, it was, you were good because you were close to home. So it, it was good for you. You know, you were feeling good that you yeah. were close to home. And like, you know, he said like, yeah, so, you know, we, we, you know, I made amends with him. And like, it's like oh the things that are going on with Dennis and his life and his interactions with players. Like we, we probably only know the the tip of the iceberg, but <laughs> He's like having like interpersonal relationships with with fucking like you know obscure relief pitchers on American League ball clubs. So it's just crazy, man. This world that we've gotten ourselves into is just a crazy situation, and and guys like Dennis make it even crazier. And uh, it's just kind of almost a little gift to hear these little snippets or these little stories, you know? 
No, it's it's good, and and you know that might have also just been Dennis's like excuse that he said to Scott Barlow. He might have actually meant it oh. the other way, because Dennis will get in moods where he feels real like you know he's having a big time, and he'll just yeah. kind of say whatever. Yeah, he's feeling he's like feeling his oats a little bit. Yeah. yeah. No, I know. I mean, like I know, but for real, it's like how, how do you mean like you're good? That you live like that, you're close to home. Like you're good. When have you ever said like, hey, you know, Jack? I hear you're 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 moving up to Milwaukee, so you're good, right? You're good now, yeah. right? <laughs> it's yeah, like, you're you're good with Milwaukee, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're from there. Yeah, it's like that's bullshit. I call bullshit on that. Like, I think he meant it the way that Barlow took it, and he like made up a fake excuse, and like he's like <laughs> trying to convince himself of what he meant by telling other graphers that story, but. Yeah, just the just the phrase like I made amends with Barlow. Like it's just like <laughs> just like oh my god, man. This is like what a weird world that we're involved in. Definitely. Um yeah, and it's it's kind of disappointing that we won't uh, you know, we won't be able to get back out there till, you know, next spring now, 6 months, but um, yeah, uh, you know, the the con uh, the con is in January. So yeah. that'll be that'll be fun. Cubs conventions in January. Chris is trying to get us to go to the Reds Fest too. Yeah. I, you know, um, if it all works out, I'd like to do it. I'm not sure if I can, but uh, you know, chance to get a bunch of autographs. Can't say no to that. So we'll see what happens in the off season. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's always bittersweet. It's it's even more bittersweet that uh, you know we get so involved in uh, doing this stuff and like honestly, like yeah, man, like you know, you're saying like you wanted to go to Graph just as an act of defiance on your on the day you had to work, like I, I, I've been having to do some kind of shitty like family stuff like last couple, like last year or so. And like just going to graph and then going, you know, to do these things I got to do, like just make, puts me in such a better like mindset to, to, to bear with all the, the shitty parts of things. So like, yeah, man, it, it is a definite, definite bummer, but yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, I mean, for sure. You know, I, I feel like when we're e- even more, almost more than when we're at the game itself, when we're there too, but like, you know, when we're, when we're graphing, it's, it's one of those things like just the, like you said, the community that you're a part yeah. of, like I've, I've, I've gone there and like been like pissed off about work stuff or whatever. And then like, it's like, I go there and then the night ends and I realize I was like, Hey, I haven't thought it at all about that stuff. Like all I was thinking about was just being here and like trying to graph and just hanging out and, and BSing. So yeah, yeah. yeah it, it really is a, a fun time and it's, it's truly an escape from reality as well. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, um, you know, it's always tough, but, uh, it makes, uh, hopefully it makes, uh, next year that much more, uh, sweeter or enjoyable. So yeah, we'll just have to muddle through um, the off season like we always do. Um, but uh, we'll still be bringing you episodes. We'll be talking about the playoffs and stuff. We'll be doing our, you know, season our like over under recaps. Um, we'll we'll have to do like a bus recap for the year for sure. So all those episodes are really fun to do. So we'll have those coming to you soon and hopefully on a more you know on a better frequency too. Yeah, yeah, uh, most definitely. Um, all right, well, for this one, uh, I'm Jack Swakowski. And I'm Jeremy Dionisio. We will see you next time. Later.